Up Podcast. This is Mash Salava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mash Salava. And it is Saturday, and it's it's been a really terrible day so far for reselling. So last night I was on my way down to hang out with some family that was in town, and we had a really good time. It was awesome. It's been a very long time since I've been able to see some of those, uh, some of my cousins and stuff that have moved away. So it was awesome. Got to hang out with them. Played a lot of basketball. Played some pickleball, which if you've never played that before, it's kind of an interesting game. It's kind of like tennis, but um, I'd never really played it before, so that was fun. And then played a little more basketball, and I ended up getting home at like 2 in the morning. So just super, super late, and that's not something that I typically like to do is to get to bed really late, especially the night before a drop, right? Because what happens is, is you wake up, you're super tired, and you don't feel like either getting to do anything or you end up sleeping in. And... I hit both of those right on the head today. So I woke up at like seven, so probably got like four and a half hours of sleep by the time I got showered, went to bed, and completely felt like crap. And so I was like, well, against better judgment, I thought, well, maybe I'll just go lay down for a moment, which is maybe the worst thing you can do. So I went and laid back down, and I woke up in kind of a panic because I was like, well, I may have missed like the first couple drops. And I looked at my watch and it said 11.30. So that is definitely by far one of the longest I've slept in all year. And it was kind of a bummer because I was looking forward to the releases today. I was looking forward to the Yeezys that came out. I was looking forward to the Jordan 12s that came out. And completely missed both of them. I mean, completely slept through both drops, didn't even go for anything. And it was kind of a mess. And I really hate when that happens. I think that's only ever happened once or twice to me. Um, You know... Partly just because of bad judgment. I should have probably went to bed earlier. I should have left earlier last night and went home and went to bed. But it is what it is. And so that's always a bummer to me. I like Saturday morning. It's probably the best time of the week for me is just a Saturday morning. Wake up, either hit a lift, hit a a run, do some sort of workout, and then try and, you know, eat breakfast, have some coffee, and then just get ready for the releases in the day. Like, that's the perfect morning for me. And completely skipped all of that. Did not work out, did not wake up on time did not hit a release made some breakfast and haphazardly like made my way through the morning because I was like so groggy whenever I woke up and so that's something that I try not to do and I think that it's something that as resellers if you're going to go for a release you have to prep the night before you have to be ready for for anything because you never know what could happen I mean a lot of these releases I've seen it time and time again where a pair of Yeezys is supposed to come out at 10 and then they end up releasing at 9 or 8 and it throws everybody off because everybody was planning on getting ready at 8 in the morning to 9 or 9 to 10 and then they see that they've already released and now they're scrambling to get everything together and that's when a lot of people start to hit that are prepared the night before and so that's what I should have done. I should have really prepped up last night. I should have left earlier and gotten things ready and prepared for today but it is what it is and and that's kind of something to keep in mind too. Luckily, it wasn't like a profitable, a super profitable release, which is something I'd be happy about. Um, Easy 350s are not usually my bread and butter. I don't really enjoy them that much. I'll go for a pair if they look like they are clean. But what I really like to do is go for some of the other Yeezy uh, silhouettes and stuff because they just look... They, they they look a little different. There's so many 350s right now that it's actually kind of ridiculous. You would have thought that Kanye would have came out with a different... A sneaker by now at least like a v3 but he hasn't so they're still doing the 350 v2s and there's just been so many colorways that at this point they're not rare they're, they're almost overproduced and so people will pay up a little bit for certain sizes but oftentimes those sizes are the first ones to sell out and even some of the people that are running their bots and stuff to get these 
a lot of the people that are doing it and know what they're doing really well still can't get some of the most profitable sizes. That's just how rare they are, and that's why they're most profitable. A lot of the very profitable sizes are either super high in demand or they're just very underproduced, and that's kind of both the case for Yeezys, where the most in-demand ones are also the rarest shoe because there aren't that many produced, and it's just hard to get the pairs. So that's something that I... I've kind of learned, and, and thankfully it was just an easy release, and thankfully it was 350s, which I don't typically do very well with anyways. I mean, a lot of these people that are getting them are maybe getting like 20, 30 bucks a pair. Like 30 bucks would be on the higher end at some points because they're just offloading them all to StockX. Like by the time you get your shoes in and stuff from Easy Supply, they're already going to be, they're already going to dip pretty low. So that's something that, you know, I don't typically do very well with. Now a pair of 700s comes out or a different pair, maybe like a pair of 500s. Those are ones that I can do a little bit better with because I know that those are typically a little, they seem a little more limited and just the fact that they usually end up selling better. I don't know if it's just that there's so, there's so little of some of the 700 colorways produced or, or what, but I end up doing much better with those. So that is something that I was happy about at least that I slept through that release and and then the Jordan 12s, I looked at the resale prices today. They did not look very, very good, which was good for me, I guess, because, I mean, like I said, I'd never want to sleep through a release. I would have been fine getting 10 pairs of those things, making 10, 20 bucks a pair, and then just netting like 100 to 200 bucks today. Um, but one, that's extremely difficult to do. I have not done that yet, so fine. Like, I probably wouldn't have gotten 10 pairs. Two, like, even if I got like four or five pairs, like, my profit is not that like 50 bucks you know 50 bucks for some people is a lot of people and for me it's a lot of money or 50 bucks for some people is a lot of money but for me it's a lot of money but it's not it's not something for me to get sick over you know i'm not going to lose sleep over 50 dollars because there's just so much money changing hands in this so fast that oftentimes it's like okay well i could have made 50 bucks here but now i'll just you know i'll make 50 bucks somewhere else it's not a huge deal and so that's something to keep in mind i mean if you're reselling and you lose money you have to look at this thing from a bigger picture. And I don't think a lot of people really get that because uh, it's very easy to be micro-mindsetted where you're just looking at things in the the micro or you're looking at things from a smaller point of view. We're really only focused on what's in front of you at the moment. And so, and I think that that's, that's kind of how we're wired sometimes, you know? We're not really wired to look into five years down the road, look into two years down, even a year down the road, right? It's usually just what what did I just do? What did I just screw up on? What did I just do right? And then we kind of kind of get caught up in that and, and not in the bigger picture. And so for me, that's kind of what got me got me kind of rolling for the day is kind of looking at it and going, well, what's the worst that happened? I may have missed out on $100 today. That's really what I may have missed out on, which I can make that on several releases. You know what I mean? Like it's not $100 on a release is not anything to get for me to get super like caught up in. Um, I did get some messages from people that I that follow me on Instagram that I talked to, um, just some family members too that have started going for sneakers that did cop, which is awesome. I mean, the thing is, so sneakers are hard to judge. I, I go after a lot of releases and I'm not just bashing these sneakers or anything. I think that the, the 12s today, I think they can do pretty decent. I think you can make 20, 30 bucks on them. And you may be thinking, well, you know, you make more on sneaker releases than you do. Like you make more than that on most sneaker releases. Why only 20 or 30 bucks? And so, it's really just the market. I don't know. I mean, I looked today. I looked at the solds. They didn't look crazy good. I know I've been talking about these shoes a little bit, and I honestly was pretty pumped for the white and blue colorway of these 12s. I thought they would do a lot better. I did not do my due diligent research on it like I usually do. I usually do that the day of. 
um, to really get prepared. I usually do that like the night before the day of. And from what I was seeing, just based on the week, they looked pretty decent. There weren't like the solds kind of paralleled what the university gold 12s did. So I didn't really have too much that I could say, well, what's the difference between the university gold 12s and the uh, these navy blue 12s that are coming out? I don't really see a huge difference other than the colorway. I mean, they looked like they were pretty much the same ish market before the drop and then i don't know what happened i don't know if there was more shoes that released or what but it seems like the white and blue colorway has been doing a little bit worse and and that's a bummer but at the same time 20 or 30 bucks for literally no work is is like you can't beat that and somebody that's the thing i mean somebody messaged me on instagram and i love when people reach out to me on instagram and and ask me questions i love when people kind of try and like figure out if i'm actually making money or not or they have a question or, or anything i mean if you have a question, just find me on Instagram, hit me up, and, and I'd love to to talk about stuff. But somebody reached out to me and said, hey, like, is this actually worth it? You you said you made 20 bucks on these, or you said you made 30 bucks or 40 bucks on these shoes. Um, I think I sold a pair for 130. It was the black wheat uh, space hippies that came out this week. Sold them for, I got them for 130, I sold them for 170. And I was like, quick way to turn 130 into 170. And that's true. I mean, the thing is, so, yeah, people are like, well, what about fees? What about shipping? And that's all true. I, I try and keep things real, but I also try and keep things, you know, yeah, I'm not going to say quick way to turn 130 into 156.26 minus taxes or something. You know, I'm not going to say that. That's just, it's very easy to say 170. That's what I turned it into. But they messaged me and said, well, what about fees and shipping and all that? You know, are you actually making any money? Which one, I would like to say I'm definitely making money. <laughs> so like, if, if you think that for whatever reason that, that uh that i'm not making money on this i'm definitely making money now it is a good point what about fees and stuff so just to reiterate if you're selling on ebay and you sell a pair of athletic sneakers the category has to be athletic shoes men or female does not matter you will get zero fees on those shoes because that's what ebay is doing right now it's been that way since january i think i think they changed it over it was a way for them to compete with StockX because basically they had the same fee structure StockX was authenticating sneakers and made it a much more appealing platform than ebay just because you never had to worry about getting faked out or anything i don't really think you have to worry about it too much on ebay too but it's just that verification that these shoes are authentic and i'm not getting completely screwed by somebody in the resale market you know by getting a fake pair of shoes and so ebay kind of said well we can we can do one better we will make it zero percent fees and we'll see what happens and for me that has opened up a whole whole new list of sneakers that i can resell and so i've been going like crazy getting a lot of releases because i can make i can make 20 bucks very quickly on a release and so that was the other thing they were like well okay what about after fees and stuff so i said yeah i may make i think it was the space heavies i may make 25 30 bucks on this release which is reasonable right i mean i sold them i made I made 40 bucks total and then there's zero fees. So now my net is 40 and then we're not doing PayPal anymore. So I don't have to give anything to them because it's managed payments. So no fees and they didn't pay shipping. So like nothing with that. So it's, it's straight $40 profit. And the person was located, I think in Washington, uh, the state. So like, okay, fine. So now it's maybe a little bit more expensive to ship to Washington. I may end up doing like may end up doing like box in a bag which would be interesting just double box the shoes throw them in a bag and if you've never used that on pirate ship it's a great way to save money on priority mail it's basically if you can cram it into a poly mailer bag if you can cram a box into a poly mailer bag then you can ship it with box in a bag and so i may end up double boxing and throwing that in a bag and just saying it's box in a bag and making out on the shipping pretty well with that but 
uh, people were asking me, uh, they asked me, you know, how do you make money? And so fine, let's take away $15 of shipping cost from that 40. Now I made 25 bucks and 25 bucks isn't a lot of money, right? You can 25 bucks. I mean, most people wouldn't be upset if, if they lost their wallet and they only had 25 bucks in there, it wouldn't be the end of the world for them. And for me, it's not either, right? 25 bucks is 25 bucks. It's not really going to buy you a whole ton nowadays, but what it is is $25 richer than you were before. And the thing is, it's zero work, right? I, I mean, like I put in five minutes of work for most releases when I have to actually list the shoes, buy the shoes and, and go through that, right? There really isn't that much work that I'm doing. And so when you're taking a $25 profit for five to 10 minutes of work, that that equates to somewhere between, I don't know, you're looking at, you know, somewhere between like 200 to 300 bucks an hour, right? And so, and that math's a little off. I'm not going to try and do math while I'm driving, but you know what I'm saying? You're making a significant amount per hour if you really break that out. So my time, my 10 minutes of time is well, well worth $25 because I realize that it's going to be hard to make $25. It's not easy to to just run out there and find $25. You have to put in work. You have to find an item to source. You have to list it, take pictures, get it listed up. And, and that's that's time, right? To make $25 in 10 minutes by literally using images of the shoes that are already online and then taking the shoes, listing them on eBay. You know, you buy them from Nike. You literally do zero work. The shoes come in. I always open up the box. I check and make sure the shoes are correct and they put the right shoe size in there and everything. Close the box back up, retape it and ship it out. So fine. I have five minutes of work from getting the shoes, five minutes of work from looking and inspecting the shoes. Then I get to make Instagram content off of it. So it's just like a win-win for me. I think that it's well worth it just because you can really do you really do some damage. I mean, four releases in a week, you make 25 bucks a release, you made $100 for 40 minutes of work. Like that's really, really good money. And I don't think you can make that too many other places. Now, if you go and invest in a basketball card and the guy absolutely destroys that the next day or absolutely destroys a like a series like we have going right now with the NBA, of course, you will make more money. And I'm not trying to say that sneakers are the gateway to making a, a million like dollars or anything like that. Like I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you're looking to get yourself some more capital and you're just really trying to find new ways and maybe you're sick of thrift stores, maybe you've already been to thrifts and you're like, okay, I can make money here, but I can't always find items. Or maybe you go to Burlington and Ross and you say, well, sometimes I find shoes, sometimes I don't. Or maybe you, there are always sneaker releases and there's always a free 25 to 30 bucks to be made on them. If you know the market for the shoes, you know how to list the shoes and you know how, what your price is going to be and you don't care, right? That's the other thing. I mean, I don't care what I make. I need to make money and I need to make it the same day. That's really what I'm going for. I, I, Unless I'm holding the shoes, I do not want those shoes for more than one day in my store. And typically I don't want them for more than two to three hours. So if somebody offers me $15 under market price for a pair of shoes, I, I don't care. Like I'll take it. It doesn't matter to me. This is this is money. And at the end of the day, if I, I don't want to leave, you know, three days not having $300 just to make $15 more three days later, I want to have rather than $300, I want to have 285 and be able to reinvest that because eBay puts it into your account a day or two later. I want to be able to keep spending the money on new inventory. I do not want to hold inventory unless it is a really rare pair of shoes. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that because it's maybe they're not flipping it as quickly. Maybe they just don't need to make the money as fast. But for me, in order to scale this business, I need to flip as fast as I can while maximizing profit. So that's the that's the struggle. That's something that I, I try and keep with day in and day out. And that's something that's pretty difficult with this, but something that I've been learning, you know, time after time again is just 
keep flipping, keep reinvesting and keep doing that over and over again and you'll grow a business out of relatively nothing. And so that is what I do with sneakers. That is something that I don't think a lot of people, I don't think I've gone into too much detail with that. And I think it's super helpful to kind of know those kind of things because I've never really had somebody explain that to me. And so if I would have known that starting out, it really would have changed my perspective. I really wouldn't have tried to hold as many sneakers. I wouldn't have gotten caught up in the hold versus sell. I would have got caught up in a lot of things with sneakers. I would have just made the money I can and then reinvested that money time and after time again. And it ends up paying off in dividends later on. So hopefully that helps you out. Hopefully that can give you a little bit of wisdom today. Um, maybe something that could just maybe help you make a little bit more money on your next sneakers release. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I do. That's why I like sneakers. And that's one of the things that could really propel you forward, um, with your sneaker game. So with that being said, it is Saturday, go out there, get the money that you are trying to get today, spend some time with family. I mean, you don't get to see them too often, right? Especially me. Like I, it's, it is the weekend. I maybe see my family for 10 to 20 minutes a day. That's it. And like I said, I still live at home. I'm not married or anything. Like it's fine. But like, I, I never see anybody. Like I'm just, it's, it's a constant, like just work and, and go to bed and then work again. And it's, that's the way things are. So, um, spend some time with family, make sure you're dedicating time to those important things. I know it's hard sometimes you get caught up in stuff, but you know, at the end of the day, we're working on this thing for a purpose. And for me, it's, to be able to provide for my family much more than you know anybody ever could have thought while being able to give freely to people that need it. And so that's really why I'm doing this. That's really why I want to create a business for myself and just to enjoy what I do. And hopefully that you can uh, spend some time with family or the people that you care about this weekend and, and just relax a little bit. So that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a good one and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.